the blast from our past network. Welcome back to Action Action Pre-Gaming for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We are on the BFOP network. This is our little mini episode we've been doing. Are we going to keep doing it? Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. We'll find out soon. Uh, Yeah, I am joined by my co-hosts, James. What's up, guys? And John. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Uh, You got to get a little more force into that. Hello. (laughs) We'll get a little spaz, uh, pizzazz on that thing. Pizzazz. Uh, but we're going to talk about some what we've been watching type stuff, mm-hmm. and we're going to play some games. I'll tell you right now, some some Western movie-based games okay, today. Okay, okay. I'm into <laughs> To go it. along with our uh, upcoming review of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. But yeah, James, uh, let's not bullshit around here. What, what have you been watching? All right, well, uh, I only watched two things. This week, uh, I watched Studio 666. Oh, yeah. The Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters horror movie. I don't know why I watched it, but I did. <laughs> I, I, w- I want to watch it. Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't on the top of my list, so I don't know. It just, yeah, you just happened. watched it. Uh, I liked it because it's just so cheesy. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but it's got some good gore effects in it, actually. So yeah, that was nice. So it was like kind of it was going for like a campy kind of thing. It's not like yeah, too serious. Oh, or it's definitely campy. Yeah. So I uh, yeah I I enjoyed it. So nice. Check it out. It's hard not to like Dave Grohl. Well, that's the thing. He's uh he's really making the tours these days. He's really. fucking everywhere. He's everywhere. Well, he wrote a book. Yeah, he's written a book. He's always getting interviewed for something or other. Yeah, he's Dave Grohl. Yeah, he's they deaf. love interviewing him. Like, what is it? They just. I think it's just he's a fun interview. He's like everyone likes him. He comes across like just as like just like a dude you're hanging out with. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, did you guys see him on uh, the late night with that British guy James Corden? Corden? No. Oh, woo, woo. I did see that. <laughs> did, they, did, they, did they sing together? It popped up. I think James and I we are on the same websites. Yeah. No, it was like this really lame game where James Corden plays like a. Does he play like a keyboard? He plays a keyboard. But he purposely plays it. He doesn't know how to play the keyboard. Well, he says he doesn't. Right. And he just was like, bom, 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 bom. Like, he's like, like banging on it. And he's like, guess the song. And he's like, no, guys, like, you're so close. And he's like, you, like, you know this song. It was that, so like, that's fucking cringy. <laughs> and it and was Dave just Grohl's like, just like not Dave, having any of it. Yeah, he, <laughs> oh, really? And it ended up being a Dave Grohl, like, uh, uh, sorry, a Nirvana song. Okay. And he's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it, it was. So somebody tested his patience. Pretty much. And it was like, well, I've always found Corden, like since I've like known who he was, like very <laughs> unwatchable. Like I find him so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I've never his, I've never watched his him. carpool karaoke shit. Right. I've like, seen I fuck? see those clips show up, but I've never actually watched one. <laughs> I've I've watched some of this stuff. I just I'm like, I don't get it, man. Like like you're 
you're just this dude who shows up and stuff, and I don't. <laughs> you have pictures of like the what queen about cats? fucking a goat. Yeah, or something. what about cats? He's... Have you guys watched cats? No. No. Have you watched any of the cats? No. As someone who has watched portions of cats, mm-hmm. like just like sat there and watched it for half an hour. It's a banger. That right? movie is a fucking trip. <laughs> So we should watch it. I think you should watch it, yeah. We should all do shrooms and watch Cats. Okay, we'll do that. All right. Yeah, I'll do shrooms for the first time and watch Cats. <laughs> James, do you watch anything else? Uh, yeah, and then uh, I you know, was on my favorite streaming service. Tubi. Tubi. Fuck yeah, when are they going to start sending us money? <laughs> I don't know. Soon, hopefully. Uh, and I watched a little flick called Eye of the Tiger. Oh, okay. I saw you post the the poster for this. Gary Busey. Yeah, Gary Busey flick. Uh, I like it. (laughs) Uh, It's fun. It's crazy. As Um, you'd expect. Yeah. So he's a like Vietnam vet that like gets out of prison and he goes back to like his town that he grew up in, a small town. And he he ends up finding his town overrun by a motorcycle gang. And the sheriff is in the pocket of the motorcycle gang. I'm not really sure what the motorcycle it's gang like Western, is doing. Basically. It's kind of like a Western. Yeah. Anyways, some crazy shit happens. They end up killing his wife because he has a wife and daughter. Yeah. They kill his wife, traumatize his daughter. Like mm. his, his daughter, at one point they're in the hospital and the daughter who's like five, six years old is laying in bed and just staring at the ceiling <laughs> and he's trying to like talk to her and it's like, it's going like to be she's okay. Just comatose? She's just like so traumatized by all this. Now at a point they kidnap her and the motorcycle gang and they have her in like a cage <laughs> in, in like a Mad Max style, I don't know, like a, an, an abandoned racetrack, like very, Sounds great. <laughs> it's crazy. At one point, he Gary Busey sticks a stick of dynamite up a guy's ass and lights it. <laughs> like it's just it's a little wacky. Yeah, I mean it was a, it was slow to build up to all that stuff, but yeah. but it was kind of like okay, okay, I'm getting there. And like <laughs> yeah, so it was a it was a surprise because you never know what you're gonna get on Tubi. But you know, Tubi suggested me that that movie the other day. Oh really? I, like, I, I didn't even know about this. But like, movie. hey, your friend James is watching. Yeah, probably. This. <laughs> <laughs> your your it said it said uh, stuff your podcast co-host is watching. That was one of the one of the streams you could choose from. So I would say check it out. It could definitely make it onto our list at some point. Okay, but, uh, that sounds fun. But yeah, that was fun. And really, that's all I've watched. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll go through a couple things. Give John a minute here. I watched this horror movie called The Entity from the 80s, supposedly based on true events. Uh, this is a weird one. It's It's kind of like a... Sort of, it's like a exorcist type ghost haunting kind of thing, except they never like really explain what the entity is. Okay. So this woman played by Barbara Hershey, she starts getting attacked by this invisible force and it like fucked up. It like rapes her and stuff. And, oh, uh, the fuck. Yeah. And so this like keeps having to her. She goes to see like a psychiatrist who's played by Ron Silver about it. And it, it sounds like a sleazy, like, exploitative movie, but it's not. It's kind of tried to be, like, a serious, like, 
exorcist level sort of uh, horror film. Um, and so it's just weird though, because she keeps getting attacked by this invisible force. And then finally, some other people see it. One of her kids, she has like three kids. One of them gets fucked up by it, like hurt by it. It shoots like weird electrical bolts at them and stuff like this. Uh, there's a scene where she is like naked on the bed and it's like grabbing her breast and you can see it like the hand like squeezing her breast and stuff. It's really fucked up. So I think they've actually made like prosthetic boobs that could like right. <laughs> have hand marks on them. It could have been green. Uh, maybe. But this is like 82. I'm not sure how they would have done it. But uh, it's a weird movie. It's, it was pretty decent. Um, th- they never go into any kind of religious angle about it. Uh, then she gets some paranormal people involved in like investigating it. And the thing never speaks until like the very end of the movie, it says something to her. And I was like, Oh, that's actually kind of spooky. Cause it never did anything like that at all through the whole right. movie. Anyway, supposedly based on true story about this lady, I looked it up. Of course it's a bunch of horse shit, but I should bring up something that I saw when I was like, Oh man, I must've been 18, 17. I was uh, at a friend's house this is back in like the, like before pre, be pre paranormal experience pre two thousands. No, this is a real movie I saw. Oh, okay, a movie. So he had a. <laughs> I thought he was gonna tell us a ghost story or something. He well, no, I don't believe in ghosts. So he had a. I wish I believed in ghosts. <laughs> I want to believe, guys. <laughs> I want to believe. Yeah. Um, he uh had a satellite dish. It's old school giant fuckers yeah where you could like just pick shit up and it felt like you were a spy <laughs> um so we're watching tv he's like clicking through these like satellite things and it played a movie in which a woman was in a shower very non-sexual but it was a horror movie and then a scene happened where she was in a shower and then she had her like back to the shower yeah and she was like washing her hair and then the water turned to blood. Okay. She didn't realize or whatever. And she didn't realize. And then like she ended her shower and like stuff. Like that. And I've never been able to figure out what movie this is. Interesting. I figure out. Oh Let's God. throw it out there to the listeners. I the feel listeners. like I've seen a clip from that movie. Isn't all horror movies. That's what they do now. Yeah, the there's a shower blood, of blood. Sex, shower <laughs> blood. This was, this had to have been eighties, seventies. Hmm. My guess. It's not ringing a bell, but uh, yeah, I'd be interested to. There also might have been a face that appeared on the back of her head. Okay, well, there was the the Sarah Michelle Geller scene. This is way older than that. The grudge, that kind of sort of thing happened. Hmm. Uh, White lady in shower. Hmm. Anyway. Interesting. Um, is it called Shower of Blood? <laughs> yeah, it's called. <laughs> That's the one. Actually, you're right. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I watched this other movie called Solar Babies on Tubi. Tubi. Nice. <laughs> Solar Babies? Solar Babies. This is an 80s. This is a movie that's not to be trifled with. <laughs> this is an 80s post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. kids movie. Yep. Really? <laughs> about, about like rollerblading lacrosse players. This movie is for real. This movie is. F- have you seen this? Yeah. It's fucking bizarre, this and, movie, and it just keeps throwing bizarre shit at you through the whole time. I caught this movie on the Space Channel back in, like, the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. It, it's fucking crazy. It's got Jamie Gertz, Jason Patrick, Lucas Haas, um, the, the Adrian Pasdar is in it. Um, 
so yeah so they're like these weird roller lacrosse fucking kids um one of them finds this alien orb called bodai okay (laughs) that is like a living thing and it gives them kind of uh, abilities and stuff and so they all live in this like desert like prison kind of like juvenile detention center place uh, there's like this Nazi guy that's like the head guard and he one of the kids is like his little Aryan apprentice type guy. So he's like the bully like they play him again in hockey and stuff or yeah, lacrosse. He's the or real whatever. James of the situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's mm-hmm. the James. I was calling him James. In my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they with the Bodai thing. Oh, yeah. And then Adrian Pazdar calls himself Darkstar and he has an owl for some reason. But anyway, they escape with the orb and like they go they i was like oh i thought the whole movie was just gonna be set like at this one location at this like desert prison thing but then they go to this like town made out of fucking ruined cars and old tires and shit and like weird factory and stuff uh there's kind of all kinds of weird shit that this happens in there your- there's like what they call e-cops that trace them and then they they it's this whole bunch of shit that happens they end up underground with a bunch of weird hippies in this secret like there's no water this, anywhere this sounds fantastic yeah this is <laughs> this is like 80s children's cocaine movies yeah it's like i was like how did i never see this because like I, I don't know it's like if you mixed the goonies and et with the road warrior <laughs> like you never even heard of this movie i'd heard of it because they did it on how did this get made like years ago and so gene i remember listening to it with my wife that episode and we we're like oh we got to watch this movie because it sounds so crazy and then just never saw it and then i saw it was on on tubi the other day so i watched nice. it uh so i enjoyed it it's it's not a good movie but it was pretty fucking fun it's, fun. it's just wild uh last thing i'll mention is i watched the new jackass forever movie oh i want to watch that and i wish now that i had just like waited and we should have all like watched it together or something yes but it is a lot of fun i mean you know you know what to expect it's fucking jackass there is some shit it's just fucking I heard it, it It goes like more like gross than. There's some gross stuff. There's a they're lot of old. stuff for. They're old, so they can't. They, yeah, they're old, but they they have kind of like some new people they brought in that are good, sort of like fleshing it oh, out. And so I they see. they can take some of the yeah the, the crazier shit because they're young. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of fun segments. Well, uh, James, if you want to come over and watch Jackass Forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's it's fun. If you enjoyed the other ones, there's no reason you're not probably gonna, enjoy gonna have to happen without your wife and kids. Yeah, because my, my oldest would probably want to watch. She would be she would well, be laughing. Let me, let me, let me warn you them. now. There's a ton of dong and a ton of balls in this okay. in this film. All right. I feel like my kids could watch it. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> they know what they look like. They have them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, John, what what have you been watching? Give, uh, me, a, give me a sink or swim here. <laughs> my problem always is that I don't keep good enough track of what I've watched. Um, I'm watching my regular stuff. I'm watching my severances. I'm watching everything. The uh, our uh, was it um, all our flags are was it all our flags being death? Oh right, the pirate show. Yeah. Shit, I meant to check that out. And I also meant to check out that Western you brought up about the heads in the bag. Oh, James, do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I haven't watched the second episode. Oh, okay. So do you want to say what you thought about the second episode? Uh, that dirty black bag? Is yeah. it that dirty black bag? I think that's yeah, what you said. Yeah, it's that dirty black bag. Um, I'm still interested. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what... 
I don't want to reveal too much. So, but it's moving forward. It's moving forward. Yeah, there was a part where I was like, okay, well, how's this gonna end? Because it's kind of going to a dead end here. But then it comes through. Okay. <laughs> You thought they were painting themselves in a corner. Well, you know, you're just like, okay, this guy's a main character. Like, okay, how is this going to go here? But it comes around. There's a lot of TV that's coming up that I'm really excited about. Um, And movies, like, I really want to watch X, which was just released in the theaters this week. Horror movie? Um, Yeah, horror, like, psychosexual thriller, I think. it's It's fucking Ty West. Yeah, set in the 70s, like they're making a porno, but then turns um, into a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, so I'm stoked on that. So that's what I'm looking forward to. A new show I started watching was called Minx, which is a HBO show. Uh, And so the the log line here is uh, 1970s Los Angeles, an earnest young feminist joins forces with a low-rent publisher to create the first erotic magazine for women. Uh, It's Jake Johnson's in it. Oh, yeah. Being... His most Jake Johnson. <laughs> He's just who I want to be as a person. I just love him. Uh, but yeah, like I, um, my problem is, is that I just forget. I don't keep track. I'm gonna keep track. I'm gonna do better. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. All at right, least we'll hold you to that. <laughs> I got these goddamn kids, man. <laughs> they keep ruining everything. But I heard. I hope you've watched at least little, one Tubi movie next week. A, a, little, <laughs> a little birdie told me, though, Dustin, that you have some games for us. I do. I have some Western games. Maybe we should just go right into that. This is our pre-gaming for yeah. the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we should probably do some games. Indubitably. All right. So I'm going to start off with some some trivia, some questions. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you the question. And then I'm going to read you the three possible answers. Mm. And you guys mm-hmm. are going to tell me which one is the right one. Okay. So just buzz in like uh, we've been doing. So we'll start off. What was Lee Van Cleef's first movie? Now, Lee Van Cleef is Angel Eyes in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Mm-hmm. Was it High Noon? Was it White Lightning? Or was it Vice Squad? Buzz. Buzz. Vice Squad? I'm afraid not. Buzz mm. High Noon. It was High Noon. Really? Yeah, high he appears noon? in High Noon as a villain, but he doesn't have any like speaking lines. He's just one of the like helper bad guys in that movie. Oh, I don't remember him in there. Uh, James, this is your turn to keep track of points. Okay. <laughs> you got it? Yeah. All right. What was Clint Eastwood's first starring film role? Was it Ambush at Cimarron Pass? Was it A Fistful of Dollars? Or was it Hang 'em High? This was Buzz. first starring film role. Buzz. Yes. Uh, the first one. Ambush at Cimarron Pass? Yeah. No. Oh, shit. Uh, hanging High? Hang 'em High. Hang em high? Uh, no, you, neither of you got it right. It was Fistful of Dollars. The that actual, was his first movie? That was his first starring role. Oh, starring role. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. So, um, so film point, role. Point James. So his. <laughs> Sorry. To so the first part of the of you know the uh, man with no name trilogy was his first. Yeah, it's interesting because so I I was reading about the this movie, and he he almost didn't do it. Yeah, because he was like the first one was like was was me. Second one was two people. The third one is mm-hmm. the good. It's three people. Like the by the fourth one, it's gonna be I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be in the 
in the background. I'm gonna, well, he, he says, I'm going to be in the cavalry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, he had done, um, you know, he'd been in TV shows and stuff like that. And he'd been in, you know, supporting roles in movies. But that was his first starring role was A Fistful of Dollars. Hmm. Uh, which actually surprised me when I was looking this stuff up last night. I would have sworn he would have been in other stuff first. But and now, what was the first ever spaghetti western? Was it Django? Was it Duck You Sucker? Or was it A Fistful of Dollars? John, it's got to be Django. Uh, it's a fistful of do- oh, dollars. James is really? right. It was A Fistful of Dollars. That because was the first spaghetti western. I remember I watched a thing about Django and where they talked about actually it's a Quentin Tarantino there's like something on Netflix right now oh the Django thing yeah Yeah. I I wanted to watch that and so they were talking about how uh, on Django he was trying to do something kind of like a fistful of dollars but something like different so that's the only reason I knew that's very cool yeah, so yeah, this documentary, Django and Django, Sergio Corbucci Unchained. Uh, yeah, I think it just goes into the whole like history of, well, specifically the director, Sergio Corbucci, who directed Django. But it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That, like, you should watch that. I'm sure you're going to. Yeah, I definitely but, want to. Put that um, in the, let's put that in the, in the episode information so that people can watch The that. notes, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll try to remember to do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Wait, who got that one? James got that one. Didn't you? Yep. Yeah, you did. So All two right. one. Two to one. All right. So which Western <laughs> was... One. Oh, it's one one because nobody got the <laughs> middle one. Nice try. Which Western was the most financially successful ever? Was it Django Unchained, Dances with Wolves, or Unforgiven? I'm going to go with Unforgiven. No. I'm going to go with Django Unchained. It is Django Unchained. It's the most successful at the box office me? ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was also surprised about this when I looked these things up. Boom. Okay, now you are winning two to one. All right. Which of these is not the title of a Django movie? Django, prepare a coffin. Django, kill. If you live, shoot. Or three Django's for the lady. Django, if you kill, shoot. <laughs> no, that is a Django movie. God, God damn it. I'm terrible uh, at this. John, it, by the way, it's the first one. Django, that, prepare a coffin. Yeah, that's the first movie. No, no, the first one's just called Django. No, uh, no, that is a real one. It is the th- three Django's for the lady is the made up is the made up one. Oh, I mean, I that's the, just as crazy. Yes, it is. I thought the first one was the re- original Django because like he's he carrying that, that goddamn coffin. coffin no, everywhere. it's just Django, isn't it? Yeah, it's just called Django, the original one. But there, there is a... Also, now, the thing is, there's like tons of there's so many Django Django's. movies, and the, only two of them are official. I was and the say. rest are all just like spin-off, whatever, those rip-offs. Are, those Italians. Those Italians ripping themselves off. <laughs> all right, which made more money at the box office? Tombstone or Wyatt Earp? Wyatt Earp. Buzz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he already said it. Well, he said an, an answer. Okay, I'm going to say Tombstone. <laughs> yes, it was Tombstone. Uh, I'm glad. By the way, Tombstone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tombstone. Come on. I just figured. I mean, come on. Tombstone, 73.2 million. Wyatt Earp, 55.9 million. That's, so it wasn't even a huge... Well, no, huge that was game. a huge flop, though. Wyatt well, it was considered, because I think it cost like a ton of money to And that came you know? out the exact same time as Unforgiven. I thought it came out the same time as Tombstone. I think it came out the same time as Unforgiven. 
So wasn't that all the chatter? Was that like Tombstone came out and then like a few months later Wyatt Earp came out? Yeah, well, I mean, it depends where they came out. I think Tombstone came out towards the end of the year. I always thought that the Wyatt Earp was Kevin Costner's reply to Unforgiven. Maybe, but it was the same story as Tombstone. Like, those were the same. Yeah, Wyatt Earp, I remember being a huge, like... Well, I remember people That's were, were down on it at the time, but looking at the money, it, it didn't make that much less money than Tombstone. Unforgiven won Oscars, though. Wyatt yes. Earp won I don't Bears. Know, I don't know if it won Oscars, yeah. When people peeing, like... I'm gonna and, of course, Val Kilmer famously snubbed for Best Supporting Actor for Doc Holliday. I love Tombstone. Tombstone is... Uh, he was, he wasn't even nominated. He wasn't even nominated. He was nominated at the MTV Awards and didn't win. <laughs> How do you oh, like that? Fuck, man. Uh, so I, I think that there's like so much. And, uh, I have a whole thing about uh, Western movies and how they. I don't think people look at them honestly. Yeah, well, we'll get to a question that sort of addresses that a little bit. How many westerns did John Wayne make? Is it over two hundred, no. over one hundred and fifty, or over eighty? Well, technically, if I say over eighty, I'm right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't think of that. So I said over eighty. <laughs> Yeah, you win. <laughs> it's over 150, but one, you're one, still right. One dollar. <laughs> one dollar, yeah. I mean, I, I win. <laughs> All right, you found a flaw in my system there. <laughs> he made we'll a, move on. I think it's 3-3 three, three now. He made over 150 Westerns. He made over 150 Westerns. Yeah. Christ on the cross. That's a lot of fucking Westerns, Ben. <laughs> That's that guy lot. could ride a horse. That guy could, probably had hemorrhoids. <laughs> and now speaking of our previous question, how many Westerns have won Best Picture? 10, 13, or 4? Four? 4, John. 4 is correct. Cimarron, Dances with Wolves, Unforgiven, and they count No Country for Old Men. As a Western? As a Western. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, we might have another one that comes up this year with uh, uh, the dog movie, Power of the Dog. Oh, yeah. Okay, that'll be that interesting could, to see if it wins. That's interesting. I mean, I we'll love add it. add to the list. So um, the, the the heat coming out right now is that Coda is going to win. The Apple Plus movie? Best best Picture. Because mm-hmm. they just came off of a huge winning streak. Oh, yeah. Um. So, but I, I still think Power of the Dog is my I think it's got favorite. a shot. Uh, but James? So Western has to, you know, be cowboys and shit. It can't be like a modern no, Western. No, I think we've talked about a lot of movies on the show that could be considered Westerns that aren't, like Assault on Precinct 13, for example. And I agree with James, yeah. too, because we're also not considering, we shouldn't call them Westerns, we should call them something else, because, like, there's a lot of Japanese films that could be considered I mean, Stone Westerns. Cold's a Western. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah, you can make the argument for Get sure. Get off my horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it just has to do with how we talk about Westerns and what they really are, so... All right, a couple more left here before we get to the tagline game. Who starred opposite John Wayne in Who Shot Liberty Valance? Was it John Carradine, Walter Brennan, or Jimmy Stewart? Uh, Jimmy Stewart. That is right. John. Correct. <laughs> John. John. <laughs> but because you didn't buzz in until afterwards, it's James's point. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, and last trivia question here. Which of these is not a Clint Eastwood movie? High Plains Drifter, The Great Silence, or Pale Rider? Buzz. Mm. Great Silence. That's right. Great Silence is a wow. Klaus Kinski. John, we're tied, so. 
<laughs> I think John won this. Yeah, this time. four two. I think I won by a landslide by the end. Uh, four two. Yeah. Yeah, like seven to. He was five three. Seven or something. to anyway. two. Uh, sure. All right, so now we'll do some taglines. I'm gonna. Uh, a tagline game. Yes. Well, let's use its own song. So I'm gonna. Bah, bah, I'm gonna bah, read bah, a tagline, and you're gonna. I'm gonna then give you three possible answers of which Western movie this is a tagline for. Okay. All right, so just buzzing in the same as we have been. Is it best out of five? Uh, well, I actually have nine of these. Best so. Out, so this is best out of five? I guess so. <laughs> okay, so here's the first tagline. For three men, the Civil War wasn't hell, it was practice. Is it Los Campaneros, the good, the bad, and the ugly, or the mercenary? Los Campaneros, John. Eh. James, you got a guess? Um... Well, I'm the second one. The good, the bad, the, the, good, ugly. the bad, and the ugly. Yes, the movie that, that we're is talking about. The movie we're going to talk I about. I just couldn't remember. Is the correct answer. Uh, <laughs> okay, so here's the next tagline. They're down on their luck and up to their necks in senoritas, margaritas, bandits, and bullets. Is that the tagline for Three Amigos? Buzz Three Amigos. <laughs> Yes, you didn't even let me read the other ones. I, don't need I, had, to. I had some good fake outs there. No, ridiculous I, six, I had. I already had <laughs> ridiculous <it>. six. <laughs> when, when you got it, you got it. Uh-huh. You got it. Three amigos. One, one. I gotta come back. James is killing me. <laughs> All right, next tagline. Punishment comes one way or another. Is that three ten to Yuma? Unforgiven or true grit? True grit. Correct. Buzz, James. I don't buzz. I don't, I don't buzz. I don't <laughs> fucking buzz. You think that we sound so dissimilar that we can just not buzz? <laughs> yeah. James's point. He's up to one. <laughs> We're literally brothers. Like, even if we don't talk the same, like the same voice, <clears throat> like we have the same probably characteristics. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Here's the next tagline. Time waits for one man. Is that the mercenary? A bullet for the general? Or 310 to Yuma. Buzz 310 to Yuma. Correct. Mm, damn it. That is correct. John. That John, was on John. TV the other day. I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. That's the, the remake, that is, yeah. Uh, men and women on the last frontier of wickedness. Is that The Searchers, Stagecoach, or Rio Bravo? I believe that's Buzz. Is that Stage... Uh, sorry. Um, the Searchers? Eh. <laughs> Uh, Rio Bravo. Also incorrect. It is Stagecoach. Which was your first instinct, John? Should have gone with uh, that. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. That one, by the way, has some weird taglines because of the how old it is. Yeah. If you come inside her, you're probably going to have a baby. Weird fucking yeah, tagline. This is a strange tagline. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really talk about what's going on in the movie yeah. at all. Yeah. It's like <laughs> facials equal no baby. Like, it's very sexual. <laughs> That was the next tagline they had for it. It's a weird campaign. Mm, mm-hmm. All right, and now we got another one. Here we go. Nine men who came too late and stayed too long. Is that the Wild Bunch, Young Guns, or the Shootist? Debbie does the shoot. The shootist. <laughs> Debbie does the shootist. Wait, what? Can you read it again? Nine men who came too late and stayed too long. The Wild Bunch, Young Guns, or the Shootist? The Wild Bunch? John? Correct. The Wild Bunch. That is. Yeah, I mean, there's nine of them? I think at the start, there's nine. They get whittled down as it goes really quickly. They stay too long. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, well, okay. I think it's in themes of like what the movie was about, how the West was sort of ending, and they were still cowboys. But, oh, like, they I didn't see. Have a... Right. Uh, okay, so here we go. No place to run, no reason to hide. Is that the Magnificent Seven, Wyatt Earp, or Open Range? Oh, John, Open Range. Correct. That is. Where that's, a so nice, open, that's a nice visual movie. Open Range has. Uh, that's another. Um, what's his name? Movie. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Uh, the cost. That movie the has co- the cost. That movie has it's like the boss. <laughs> yeah. Some amazing shootouts. Yeah, like the final shootout. I remember being really good in that. Yeah, one. I, I I love that movie for how long it just like like sits with them. Like that movie is a it is willing to just sit in itself and just exist. It insists upon it. It does insist upon itself. Family Guy. We uh, don't take kindly to free rangers. <laughs> <laughs> to open rangers around here. All right, I got two left. An army of one. Is that hang them high? The Outlaw Josie Wales or The Proposition? The Outlaw Josie Wells? Wales. Wells. Wales. It's Wells. It's Wales. Come on, it's Wells. <laughs> is that a guess? Is or that are you your just answer? Saying <laughs> I'm going to go with Hang'em High. <laughs> Incorrect. What are the other two? Uh, the Outlaw Josie Wales, Wales or The Proposition? I don't know. An seen, army of one. Is the I haven't line. seen either of them, so I'm going to say the Outlaw Josie Wells. It is the Outlaw Josie I think I'm killing Wales. this, James. I I lost I think track. I, I fucking buried you a long time ago. It's 5-5. Five, five. It's 5-5. It's, <laughs> it's five, not even five. that many questions. All right, we got the last one. <laughs> last one. Winner takes it all. All right. <laughs> Best of enemies, deadliest of friends. Is it Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, Young Guns 2, or Texas Rangers? Mm. I've never even heard of these fucking movies. You've never heard of Young Guns 2? Oh, Young Guns. I've heard of Young Guns 2. I haven't watched it. What's the first one? Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Okay, boom. I can pick that one. <laughs> that is the right one. It is also a Sam Peckinpah movie. Ooh, I like Sam Peckinpah. Sam Peckinpah. Yeah. Texas Rangers was a... Uh, I think it had James Vanderbeek and maybe... Was it Colin Farrell? Some other... Like, it was all pretty boys Western movie in the early 2000s kind of thing. Mm. It's pretty shitty. I saw it at Dollar Theater in Vernon, BC. <laughs> all right. So there's, <laughs> there's something interesting about me, guys. And uh, who won? I believe John cleaned up today. Ooh, 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 ooh. The only time you get to win is when you play against me. <laughs> You're the only other person I play against. Uh-huh. All right, that's trivia. That's going to do it for our pre-gaming, and we hope you'll join us next week for the review of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Bye!